So why did he need a uh, black director? Could a white director not have? It's not color. It's culture. S explain the difference, because I think we're, we're Steven in a space Spielberg right did Schindler's List. Mm -hmm. Martin Scorsese did Goodfellas, right? Steven Spielberg could direct Goodfellas. Martin Scorsese probably could have done a good job with Schindler's List, but they're cultural differences. I know, you know, we all know what it is with a hot comb hits your hair on a Sunday morning, what it smells like. Huh? That's a cultural difference, not just a color difference. Right. So it's a culture. Yo, what's going on, good people? It's Rich. Schoolboy, what's good with you? What's good, brother? Not too much, man. We back at it. Yes, sir. Another episode of the Culture Garden Podcast. We definitely appreciate the patience. Yes. Um, you know, school and myself really sat down and made a plan for 2021 and really wanted to, you know... Really came up with a better idea of where we wanted to take the podcast and what we wanted to do. So we're going to be more on a structured schedule, dropping one episode a month, yeah. um, starting our social media presence up. So we'll be following a lot of you soon um, and spread the word about us so we yeah, can, um, absolutely. you know, keep doing what we love to do, which is discuss movies, discuss culture with you. So yes. um, I got to start out the episode by, you know, not too long ago, based on when you hear this, but we lost a legend, an absolute legend. Um yes. Someone that personified elegance and class and, and, and grace, and that is the uh, the ultimate Cicely Tyson. Yes, uh, she passed away at ninety six years old. Had a had a career that spanned over seven decades. I mean, just an absolute legend. Like I don't even know. The, she she's part of the reason we started a podcast like this. Yeah. So people like that can really get their flowers, especially as when you got a career that started you know, back in the 40s and 50s, 60s, things yeah. like that. A lot of times, our generation doesn't know that. We don't know nah. a lot of our history. Yeah. So we want to make sure people are aware of what uh, icon and figure she was and how many paths she paved um, Absolutely. during her career. So couldn't start the episode without saying that. School, you got anything? Um, I just want to piggyback off what you said, um, especially for... The things she did for the culture and the sense of if you look at the characters she played, it's just certain characters she would never portray. Um, she said she was quoted as saying, even if you play a, a poor black person, they can have integrity. Mm -hmm. So that's it. <laughs> it's no. that simple. Yeah, that's real, man. So uh, her work, her spirit will never be lost on us. I mean, she'll live on forever throughout history. Yeah, so um, thank you, Cicely Tyson, for everything you provided and left us with. Um, with that being said, today's episode, we're going to be covering the Wayans family. Yes. And school, this was your idea. This is something you came up with. You called me saying, hey, man, I really want to do this episode. Of course, yeah. I was on board. Right. What made you want to discuss the Wayans? Um, what made me really want to discuss the Wayans was the five, after we did the five heartbeats and we seen um, the diversity or the range, should I say, of, of Keenan Ivy Wayans. I had no idea, even at my age, that Keenan had anything to do with the movie. I'm like, what, Keenan? Mm -hmm. um, so that made me look, and I was like, yo, Keenan, the Wayans, period, has been a part of our family since I can remember. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, let's start giving them Nate roses and flowers. Nah, I'm with you 100%, because it's interesting. Sean turns 50 this year, Yes. and Marlon turns... He'll turn 50 next year. Yeah. And ever since the Wayans brother, the show was on in the mid-90s, they've always had a way of just feeling like they were 
only a few years older yeah. than you. Yeah. Um, and I think you said it perfectly. Marlon feels like he's been in his twenties for like twenty years. Forever, yes. Like he kind of he kind of gets mainly just off his energy. His yeah. He just kind of yeah. you look at him and he reminds you that Wayne's brothers, Marlon. Yeah. Uh, but. You look up, you're like, man, when they get older, you realize you're getting older, too. Yeah. So, like I said, they're about to be 50, and those are the youngest Wayne's members. Yeah. So, yeah. go straight to your point. We, they've been with us our whole lives. Yeah. Um, and, and did a lot of stuff that we didn't even know they were involved in. Right. Um, right. Kicked down a lot of the doors. And mm-hmm. I think that... I don't know if they get enough credit to have... There's 10, there's 10 Wayne's totals as far as the children. And... Five of them we know of because of show business. And there's right. still a couple others that did things behind the camera. But just to have a family with that much talent yeah. in it, yeah. I don't know if that can even... I, I don't even know the equivalent. Obviously, they looked up to the Jackson 5. I think right. Marlon, Marlon said they were the Jackson 5 without a Michael. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> I mean, I, I can't think of any other family with that much talent. Like, mm-hmm. not just we bring you on because you want... Like, all five of them are funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, and granted, they have a very particular style of funny, which we're going to get into as we talk through this throughout this episode. But I got to tip my hat off to them in the way they changed the game, really, yeah. especially in the late 80s and the early 90s when everybody was trying to be like Eddie Murphy when yeah. it came to black comedians. Yeah. Like, they changed the game and Living Color changed the game. Absolutely. We'll get into all that. So I guess it starts. You can't talk about the Wayans without starting with Keenan. Nah. Keenan Ivory Wayans is the he's the architect. You know, he's the godfather. Yeah. He's the he's the one who put everything in motion. Yeah. So he is, out of the group, he's the oldest. But out of all the siblings, he's the second oldest. So he's right there at the top. Um, he is the one who was in college three and a half years <laughs> and decided to, you know, drop out mm-hmm. and pursue his dream of being a show business. Yeah. And, of course, he had that conversation with his mom. And, yeah. I mean, I mean I, lo- I love the way you put that, though. Like, he's the one that had that combo with mom and dad. Like, yo, yeah. I, I don't want to do this no more. Like, damn. Think about that. That's crazy. Yeah, in the 80s of all places. Yeah. Like, you just really think about where we were as a people mm-hmm. and you that close to graduating. Yeah. You were a semester away and you yeah. really, like, it's in your heart. So I, you got to salute him because what happens if he doesn't do it, if he doesn't follow his dream? Just think about how much classic stuff we, we, we miss out on. Yeah. You know, how many laughs we miss out on. Yeah. Um, and the fact that he had a family that was just armed in the chamber, ready. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just yeah. ready to go, and they were just mm-hmm. as funny. So I, I got to give my credit to Keenan. Um, like I said, he he started the whole thing. He kind of paved the way, and everybody else walked in his footsteps. And the way they speak about him, the way his siblings yeah. talk about him, yeah. you can just you can hear the reverence. You can I hear how much they respect him, mm-hmm. how much they love him, how like they don't play about Keenan. Yeah. Like there's no jokes when it comes to Keenan, like like unless it's amongst themselves. Yeah. Like you if you outsider, you ain't saying yeah. nothing bad about yeah, Keenan because they, uh, they know who he is. Excuse me. They call him John Boy, which is a, a reference to the Waltons. I think I believe I don't I didn't look all into it, but I believe he's the oldest of the Waltons. So. Okay, I got you. Yeah. So Keenan I, I, he's obviously the brainchild of In Living Color. Yeah. Um, which came about after success after the success, excuse me, of I'ma get you sucker. And you can even go before that. I mean, he was founded on the Carson show, yeah. um, which was a big deal. That was a big deal. Like, especially he got called over to the couch. Mm-hmm. And if you know anything about that time, you yeah. stand up comedians were normal on the show, but if you got called over to the couch mm-hmm. for like a little interview, if they had any extra time, yeah. that was like the biggest thing in the world. So that's where he got his start. Met Robert Townsend. Mm-hmm. Um, they drove to LA. 
to start their career school. You had an interesting fact about that. Oh yes, uh, on this on this drive, whatever happened in this car, they didn't. They wound up not speaking for a year after they got to L.A. Yeah, like, I'm not sure if that's like <laughs> factual. That is, you know, yeah, some internet on. internet research. So yeah. who knows how much yeah. uh, you can take into that? But clearly they made up. You yeah, know? clearly they made up because they yeah. went on to go ahead and write Hollywood co-write Hollywood Shuffle co-write yeah. um, Five Heartbeats, and of course I'm gonna get you Sucker, which we will discuss later on. Um, they also worked on uh, Raw together, Eddie Murphy's Raw. Yeah, um, yeah, the Robert, opening scene, not the actual stand-up part, but the opening scene. Yeah, Keenan Keenan wrote. Him and Eddie wrote the opening scene, and uh, Robert Townsend directed Raw, and Keenan produced it. So yeah, yeah, man, and man, that's just, that's just a huge. That's I mean, huge. That was just a huge deal. Eddie yeah. Murphy, um, yes, was the biggest thing out at that yeah. time. Like I don't think anybody had really seen a phenomenon like him. I mean, outside of Michael Jackson, yeah, and, but just how in pop culture when the eighties were really becoming more quote unquote trendy. Yeah, and at that time he could have got any Tom, Dick, or Harry to do all that, but he—they say he was a good dude. Like he was getting people on, you know, especially people that look like him. So, you know, like I say, Love the Color, which I'm sure I know you have a lot to say about it, but I don't know if people really—we're re- in that weird phase when Love the Color started. I was three years old, and when it ended, I was seven. Right. So I I remember Love the Color. Like I definitely remember like. You know, Homie the Clown yeah. and certain skits. But I had to be an adult and rewatch some of that stuff as I got older oh, to yeah. really remember all the laughs and stuff. But I remember it being on. I remember it being a big deal. Yeah. I remember a lot of famous people came from that show, mm-hmm. but you didn't really know they were that famous at that time. Yeah. And I remember it being... Well, I actually don't remember it being controversial. Right. Well, I, I was going to say, I, I probably I can piggyback on what you said. I remember exactly the same, but I also remember like our parents watching it and yeah. them laughing and making it's yeah. t- it's 11 o'clock at night supposed to be in bed but you all in the corner trying to it's yeah. so funny what they you, laughing at and we can't not to cut you off we can't yeah. talk about it without obviously the the theme song yes it's an all-timer mm-hmm. so that alone just makes you always resonate with it but yeah. when i look at a sketch comedy show like Chappelle's show i mean you look at mad tv all everything that came after that um it's got its edge from In Living Color. I mean, yeah. when you talk about pushing the envelope, and you got to think, we're in 2021. So we're really politically correct now. Yeah. We moved Back backwards. then, in 1990, they were telling them, y'all going a little too far. Yeah. Like, you, you know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. when you can say all types of stuff. Yeah. On television, everything, the whole nine, everything was kind of still on the table at that point, whether it be right or wrong. Right. But they were pushing the envelope then. So when it comes to edginess and just trying to... The one thing I love about the Wayans family is sometimes I'll watch a movie or I'll watch a scene in a movie yeah. and i just like, who thought, like, yeah. whose mind even yes. thinks of stupid stuff yes. like this? Yeah, you had that convo with me of, like, what actors what, that's just like, oh, okay, I'm with this. Like, yeah, crazy like, we were watching scenes. Dance Flick, which is um, not bad. Yeah, it yeah, is. it's not bad. Nah, not <laughs> it's not great, but it's not bad. It's, <laughs> right. it's worth a watch if you... Especially if you like the wings, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, but there's just there's certain stuff throughout that movie, and I'm just like, who would even who reads these scripts as an actor? <laughs> like, yeah. all right, I'm in, I'm, I'm in. Yeah. Like they just they just go, I can't even. Y'all get my point, <laughs> man. They just goofy. But um, I digress. Going back to Keenan, uh, I say like I said, I say all that to say, and then after that we go into Damon. Mm. Damon's two years younger than Keenan. Yes. And 
to me, I'll just go ahead and say it right now. Damon is my favorite wins. Mm-hmm. I've always thought Damon was funny, even when school didn't. Oh, man. Don't do me like that, man. Yeah, man. It's a classic. That's another yeah, story for another, another time. That's another story, man. Classic. But, um, <laughs> yeah, as a young, as a young, as a kid. But yeah, as a kid, Major Pain was one of my favorite movies. That was yeah. one of your favorite movies growing yes. up. Just that yes. character was iconic. I still watch Major Pain to this day, mm-hmm. and I'll still laugh. Uh, Last Boy Scout, Great White Hype, yes. which is one of my favorite movies that I just like to throw in. I could watch that every single day. Yeah. Um, yeah. Boxing is one of my favorite sports, and that's what it's centered around. Centered around, but really just the theatrics around boxing. And it's a comedy. Yes. Got Samuel Jackson in it. Pete Berg was in it. Uh, Jeff Goldblum, Jamie Foxx was yes. in there. Damon yes. Wayans, of course, was in there. Uh, dude that played off-brand Jordan in that VH1 movie. <laughs> uh, when they just had the red jerseys with the black numbers. Yeah, straight yeah. to VHS yeah, joint. Air up yeah. there, whatever it was. Yeah, he was in it. But <laughs> that's really one of my favorite Damon performances just because you just see the... It's effortless at times to, to be funny as Damon Wayans. And yeah. he was... You like to say it. he's like the bougie brother. Yeah, bougie brother, man. You know, it, it, I don't know when I realized, I might have been an adult when I realized, like, Damon wasn't in any of the, like, the yeah. Wayans films. Yes. He wasn't in Don't Be a Menace. He nope. wasn't in the scary Damn movies. Movie. He wasn't in any of that stuff. Nah. Like, he had his own thing. He had Mo Money in 92. Uh, he had Blank Man. He had a couple of his own movies. And obviously, his brothers were, were associated with it or involved with it, uh, whether it be on the writing side or on screen. Yeah. But. He did his own thing and kind of carved out his own path. I mean, mm-hmm. Keenan, Keenan said, well, let me back up a little bit. I don't know how many people know that Damon was on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Which, at how that time, was it? Like seven, seven episodes. Seven, seven, yeah. um, and it, he was the first yeah. black guy after Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. And if you weren't around for that, you don't know what that meant. Like, that's a big deal. Huge deal. <laughs> like, huge deal. So, he, so, while he's on SNL, he doesn't really... They don't get. They don't understand his brand of comedy. They don't get him, and they're trying to make him do stereotypical things, and he just wasn't with it. So he intentionally got himself fired. Like there was a skit where he was playing this police officer, and he just went above and beyond. He probably yeah. kind of did a, a bent on film. Yeah, yeah. With that police officer, that kind of character, and they fired him on the spot. Um, but it, to his liking, that was fine, and he knew Keenan had the living color starting up. Yeah. Keenan even said like that would have been my number one draft pick. pick like yeah. regardless, like Keenan. So Marlon has Damon in his top three comedians of all time, along with Eddie and Richard. Yeah, that's saying something. Keenan said that Damon's a comedic genius, and there was a moment of time in the early 90s where he was the most brilliant comedian mm-hmm. on the planet. And I think we get so far away or so far removed from those times that man, Damon's put in a lot of good work. Yeah. And you mentioned my wife and kids, so he can, he can hit all lanes. He can play, if you want to go over-the-top character, yep. that's Damon. Gotcha. If you want to go, you know, funny dad, mm-hmm. Damon can do that too. Yeah. You know, if he want to be the the character he played in Celtic Pride, like the yeah. egotistical yeah. sports yes. guy, or the same yes. thing like he did in Great White Height, yeah. he can do all those things. And I think he's the, I, I think, I don't think I'm going too far by saying he's the best actor out of everybody. Nah, not at all. Yeah, I think he's the best actor out of everybody in the group. And I think that's why he found that early success yeah. with more money making the money that it did. And I yes. think that's why he branched off and said, I can... I think that's why he said, I'm about to bring in these big movies and kind of go box office with mine. I think that was his goal rather than being the parody lane, which is, I mean, what the Wayans was founded on uh, yeah. pretty much. 
Yeah, and he was definitely getting offers from, from uh, I'm trying to think of the right word. Movie stu- studios were coming at him with offers, obviously. Yeah. Like, where he just, all I have to do is star in it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sure he was doing some, some rewrites and stuff like that and improv but Celtic Pride. Uh, yeah, because after Major Pain, everything else yeah, was, he, it, I don't yeah. think he, like, really had a hand in writing or yeah. being that involved. And they were all studio movies, stuff that was handed to him. Subject yeah. Pride, Great Marcy White Hikes. Is that what you <laughs> Hey, Marcy X is trash. <laughs> uh, Bulletproof, Bam- Bamboozle, which is a Spike Lee joint. Like, all that yeah. stuff came, yeah, absolutely. you know, because they sought after Damon. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like I said, I, I said my piece on him. He's my favorite, as you probably can tell by the way I just went on and on about him. But right. uh, you got anything else you want to say? Legend. Yeah. And I kind of put Keenan and Damon in the same hierarchy, the same way we look at Sean and Marlon. Yeah. I mean, because they're only two years apart. Yeah. And um, Keenan has went on record saying Damon's his third eye. Like, anytime he yeah. needs that, like, extra push or that yeah. extra, like, I just need you to take a look at this. Is this yeah. funny? And he said Damon can always take a joke a whole another level. And at right. times he even got to bring Damon back in. Like, right. hold on, like, man. You're going a little yeah. too far. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I always put them in the same hierarchy because – and we'll get to Kim here shortly. When I think of Keenan, I think of Sean. Mm-hmm. They're just very similar to me. And when I think of Damon, I think of Marlon. They're very similar also. Right. Um, so, go ahead. So, I want to say, <clears throat> you probably, I don't know how you're going to do this. You can probably just add it in with when you was talking about the SNL thing. But I think it's quite interesting that Damon Wayne said that he had dinner with um, Eddie Murphy. Like, Eddie invited him to dinner when he found out. Like, he got the SNL joint and just told him, like, yo, don't let them kick you out the writing room, write your, write your stuff. Like let, that's how I got in, like writing my stuff, showing what kind of comedian you are, blase, blase. Yeah. And he was getting pushed out. Like you said, and he just was like, fuck it. Like I get fired. So yeah, going on to Kim, Kim is the third. Oh, she's the middle out of the, the, the Wayans that we know, I guess yeah. is for lack of better terms, but she's, I think she's the least visible. She hasn't done as much as the brothers. And I think, I don't know what it is about people. I don't know. When you hear the Wayans family, you hear the Wayans brothers, and yeah. it's kind of think about the four of them. For some reason, mm-hmm. Kim is like that offcast. Kim can hold her own. Mm-hmm. Um, she has held her own. Mm-hmm. We watched a lot of Wayans interviews. We read a lot of Wayans articles just in preparation of this. So Marlon's on record saying Kim is the smartest one out of all of them. Keenan is on record saying that she has the most talent out of all of them. Not necessarily the funniest or this, that, but just the most talented out of the whole group. And he said she was the one, he looked at his dream as a secret. Like, nobody knew he wanted to be a star. He said Kim wanted to be a star since she was a kid. Like, and she was destined for this. Like, just her, he told a story once about her being in a community play and them not having enough money for the outfit. So she made a way and made her own wings and found yeah. these bottle caps because she needed some tap shoes. It just kind of was, she just had, yeah. she just had that it factor about yes. it. And like, you know, he was, he was very intentional about making sure that he put her in every single movie right. um, that he was in. And then not to mention her character on In Living Color, which yeah. is, I know is, Oh, my favorite, Benita Burrell? Yeah. Legend. Like, classic. Like, that's classic TV right there. Yeah, she did a uh, Donald Trump uh, one right at the end of his election. Oh, really? Yeah, it's probably, you can look it up on YouTube. Yeah, it's hilarious, bro. I sent it to Moms. Moms was, hey, Moms was like so many memories. Like, that's what she wrote me back. Like, Yeah, that's real. See, that's one of the, I mean, 
a lot of people when you talk about in Living Color, that's their one of their favorite characters yeah. easily, yeah. and that's a lot of the cast members' favorite characters. Yes, uh, I remember Sean. Sean was saying that's his favorite character on the show. Like that, everybody knows Everyone her. Know. Like, Everyone knows her. Yeah, that's what makes it funny. Yes. But you know, Kim does a lot on the writing side, especially with the yes. sitcom. She was doing a lot of writing going on with my wife and kids. Yeah, she wrote sixty four episodes. That's yeah, a yeah. One hundred and twenty six or twenty four. Twenty four episodes. She wrote sixty four of them. Yeah, because I don't think she, I mean, obviously she was in, in the house, mm-hmm. which is a forgotten show. I don't yes. want to say forgotten, but it doesn't come to your head immediately. Like, no. you have to really be digging, like, oh, in the house, because yeah. they had a lot of people in there. Yeah. Um, almost like Sparks, Sparks, and Sparks. Oh, here you go yeah. with that. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, homeboys in outer space? <laughs> oh, okay. On. But yeah, she decided, you know, it seems like, because I think the last major thing, or I guess, thing that most people watch was uh <laughs> i'll say that loosely when i say most people watch but <laughs> joanna man yeah. and i think she shifted to going more behind the scenes yeah. and doing other ventures yeah. and writing more and all that kind of good stuff you got yeah. you got some more info on that uh yeah she did a, a few guest roles like even now she does guest roles on shows um but the last big movie thing she did was called a movie called pariah and she was nominated for Best Supporting Actress, a Black Real Award. I mean, I listen, an award nomination is award nomination. Somebody felt she did such a great job that she needed an award nomination. So, nah, that's real, man. Um, Kim's talented, man. Kim's funny, like, and she's got yes. a natural. She's um, she reminds me of Marlon in a lot of ways yeah. with her physical comedy. Yes, um, especially like when you think of the opening scene in Don't Be a Menace. Yes, just her whole running down the street. Lord, yeah. wow, yes. you know I can't yeah. even. Well, that that goes to that that John Witherspoon Award. That's what we should just call it. But the yeah. you always say it best. Yeah, first team all scene stealer or yes, any team. She might not be first team all no, scene stealer, no, no, but. No, no, no. She might be second or third. Yeah, but in, like like you said, Keenan writes her in, in in a scene in the movie, bro. She seals that scene every time. Especially in um, um, Low Down Dirty Shame. <sighs> Man. Yeah, she was hilarious scene. in that scene. And that, that whole scene is brilliant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially in that era. You can't get that shit off today. Nah, not at all. Because <laughs> but, you had yeah, in the phone yeah. booths and yeah, radio station giveaways and yeah, all that. I mean, they that. still, yeah, all that, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Kim, I, I just want to make sure she gets her proper flowers. Hey, I'm over here getting weak just thinking about that scene. Bro, she, wrapped it, <laughs> she wrapped that shit to go. Hey, hey man, she closed the store. Oh, bitch. Hey, she closed the store, man. As a up. former retail manager, man. Hey. <laughs> sometimes you got to close the store. <laughs> straight up. Straight up. You got to close the store for, you know what I mean? You handle some business here and there. But, mm-hmm. um,. Yeah, Kim, like I said, she's ultra talented, man. Like I said, yes. I, I think she gets overlooked because of her brothers and her brothers being as super talented as they are. Mm-hmm. But uh, she's just, she's right in the conversation. I want to yes. make sure she really gets her flowers. Yes. Uh, and then lastly, we have Sean and Marlon. We're just going to do them together because yeah. they're a package deal pretty yes. much. I mean, they're like 14 months apart, 15 yeah. months apart. Yeah. I mean, they're very close in age. Yeah, as of recently, it's been a little bit more Marlon. You know, I think he's trying to carry that dynasty on, but it's definitely they a package deal. You know what? I just thought about this um, when you say carry the dynasty on. So Marlon, Sean and Marlon are young enough to where they're close to Damien and Craig in age. And Damien and Craig are their nephews. Um, right, right. You've seen them in a bunch of stuff. Damien was in uh, Malibu's Most Wanted. Mm-hmm. He was in Don't Be a Menace, the dude that hit the blunt and started foaming at the yeah, mouth. That's Damien Wayne. Yes. Craig Wayans is, if you've seen Dance Flick, he was one of the You Got Served dudes. Yeah. 
Anyway, they've been around. And I guess what I'm the long going way of saying is, how do you think the Wayans would look, or how do you think they'd be perceived if Sean and Marlon were actually like nephews? So if that would if they were like the oldest of that second generation, like then it would, does that does that change on does that change your view on how most people view the second generation? Yes, if Sean and Marlon are a part of that yeah, easily. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I got you. Yeah. And I think it probably does a lot more for like like I said, Damien Craig mm-hmm. and a lot of those other people because even Damon Wayne Damon Wayne Jr. is older than me. Yeah. Both of Damon Wayne, there's two sons that was in the, at the beginning of the Blank Man yeah. that played Damon Wayne's character and David Allen Greer's character. Yeah. At the very opening scene, there's two kids, those are Damon Wayne's kids, both of them are older than me. Like I said, they fifty, yeah. um, close to it. Right. So I think that if you take that whole group and you kinda have the same effect yeah, but I, I think no, I, I'm I'm agreeing with you. No, no, no. But I, I'm saying it's just crazy how that difference of just being around Keenan and Damon as kid like that just changes. Yeah, it was just a thought I had. I don't like yeah. I said it's you know. And they, and and let me say this too about the two you just named. What is it, Craig and Damien? Damien. They they had a lot of uh, they did a lot of work on my wife and kids, and that yeah. was just like a lot of producing, a lot of writing, a lot of directing, like. They got a lot of directing and writing credits on yeah. that show, so you know. Yeah, they do a lot of like, and I don't think people realize how much writing and how much behind the scenes stuff that the Wayans do as a mm-hmm. whole. Like, if you don't think they work and they still work, and you just yeah. don't see them. Yeah, I think we they were so in our face from eighty eight to two thousand six. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That you kind of expected them, you saw them all the time, but yeah. they're still working. They just yeah. behind the scenes. Shine's still around. You just haven't yeah. seen him on screen in a while. He's doing yeah. a stand up this year. Stand up tour. So, um, but going back to the Wayans, I think, excuse me, going back to Sean and Marlon, one thing that I think is interesting, they had the benefit, just as I said earlier about Keenan being the first one to go to yeah. mom's. Yeah. Marlon was at Howard University and his mom's was the one telling him, like, yeah. hey, you better go out to go out to Hollywood with yeah. your brothers. Go out to Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. I'm about to be a fly girl. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know why you're playing around. So, yeah. Just the idea of them having completely different conversations. Yeah. Like her her conversation with Keenan was completely different than the one we yeah. she had with Marlon because like, of Boy, take your butt to school. You need to go to school. Like 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 you telling that story. Like Keenan also said that when he first went to he he didn't tell his mom first, he told his grandmother. And his grandmother looked at him and said, I've known you for twenty something years. You've never said anything funny. Stay in school. Like right. just like I just said it, straight up. Yeah. Like so that's just funny that, you know, his mom turned around, Marlon his mom turned around and was like, his mom turned around and just basically was like, yo, forget that. Go go with your brother. <laughs> they, yeah. they hit the go. They striking gold out there. So, Yeah, man. And um, it also gave them the benefit of knowing Kenan started the family business. Yeah. Kenan and Damon are two years apart. Right. Sean and Marlon are about 12 to 14 years apart from both of them. Mm-hmm. You know, so 14 apart from Kenan, 12 apart from Damon. Right. So, if I'm 12 years old, or even if I'm 10 years old, and I see my 22-year-old, 24-year-old brother out in Hollywood mm-hmm. making these moves, like, what you think I'm going to do? So, they were like, kind of been training. Yes. So, a lot of their stuff, when they came out the gate, you didn't really know much about them. You saw them in the background of the scene of, I'm going to get you sucker. And, obviously, Sean yeah. was on The Living Color, but he started as a DJ yeah. because... Mm-hmm. Keenan said he didn't have his he didn't have his chops yet. Yeah. Like he needed experience. Like Unlimited Color wasn't just some group of friends that yeah. got together. That show was successful for a reason. Them dudes was right. talented. Yes. Those dudes and women were talented, mm-hmm. excuse yes. me. So Sean had to get his chops as a DJ. 
Yes. You know, Marlon was at school, like I said, and then he finally said, all right, mm-hmm. then I'm going to join the family business. And he started coming around later on. But um, the, Wayans, the Wayans Brother TV show is what put them on. Yeah. Um, and that's what elevated them to, for our generation, you right. and I, yeah, the most popular Wayans. Like, yes. we know them more than mm-hmm. we know the other three. Yep. And obviously, if you're seven to ten years older than us, it's probably it might be the opposite. Yeah. But yeah. Sean and Marlon was a big deal for us growing mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. One thing I will say, um, watching a lot of these movies over, is I don't think as a younger, as a kid and as a younger adult, I don't think I gave Sean enough credit for how funny he was. Nah. Like, Sean is funny. Like, he's like he's the perfect, he's the perfect sidekick to Marlon. Mm-hmm. And they're both sidekicks to each other, so that's what I mean when I say that. But yeah. their their styles contrast each other so well that it, it everything flows. Yeah. And Sean, a lot of movies I was rewatching, I was like, man, Sean's, Sean's funny, funny, like, yeah. on, on the real. I don't know Marlon's just more over the top and he's more visible because of his antics. Yeah. Um, but when it comes to just making you laugh, I'm like, Sean's right up there with Marlon. Yeah. Like, and and is in 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 any episode or anything they do like unfortunately is Marlon has to be the guy that does it like like whatever the bad is like we watched the episode of you smoking the, the buds yeah, that man. was horrible but anyway um you know Sean is the the reason that came out in 94 in 96 they had don't be a menace to south central while drinking juice in the hood which was is a, a cult slash hood phenomenon yes um and I think that's what really started pushing. That's what really made the push for the show, like for people to really tune into the show. Like you start watching more of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the WB, absolutely. WB, man, yeah. flagship. The WB. I remember when the WB came out, man. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, the frogs. Like, the, 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 the WB. I didn't. So that was, I was probably seven years old or so when when WB came out, and I didn't know that you can just add a television station. Yeah. I I remember that. Yeah, I remember being yeah. like, hey, how you, how yeah. a new channel just coming? Like, yeah. you know, your ABCs and NBCs mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, Star 64 here in Cincinnati. We yes. had Star 64. And, but anyway, as far as Sean and Marlon and what they're responsible for, you definitely got to put the first two scary movies in there. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, I mean, Keenan directed them, but Sean and Marlon was obviously, were obviously starring in them. You have to put in White Chicks, which is another one Keenan directed, which we'll talk about later on. <laughs> Uh, you got to talk about Little Man, which is mm-hmm. a favorite. I'll save all my thoughts on Little Man, but yes. Little Man is a uh, it doesn't get its just due in my opinion. And then Marlon's going on to do his own things because he's right. he, once again talking about that Damon and that Marlon parallel. Marlon's done a lot of like serious drama acting. Mm-hmm. You know, Requiem for a Dream. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in the GI Joe, which is an action movie. He's done some serious scenes. He's actually done a movie with Damon that hasn't been released that yeah. Damon directed. It's about a stand-up comedian. And um, as Marlon says, Damon has my Oscar in the closet. So mm-hmm. I've heard a lot of great things about the, from the people who have seen the movie. Not yeah. me personally, but just nah. from interviews. That's yeah. what I mean to say. But Yeah, supposedly um, it's Dave Chappelle's favorite movie. Yeah, one of them. Right? He yeah. loves the movie. I don't know if it's his favorite, but you know what I mean. That's what Marlon said. Man, I know, I know he loves yeah, it. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, but yeah, Marlon and Marlon kind of did his own thing. Like I said, he just has more of a appeal when you just think of com- comedy in the nineties. Yeah. Um. So when you see he was in movies like Senseless. Oh um, man, chill out. He was in movies <laughs> like he was in movies like Six Man. Classic. Yeah, and which is funny. Well, I guess we can talk about this now. Yeah. Um. While it's on my mind, so Mo Money, which is obviously starred by Damon Wayans, very successful movie. Mm-hmm. 
originally Kadeem Hardison was supposed to play Marlon Wayne's character. Yeah, he was supposed Seymour. to be his little brother in the mm-hmm. yeah, Seymour. He was supposed to be his brother in the movie. And it was their mom that says, Give your brother a shot and put yeah. him in the movie. Yeah. Obviously we know how funny they were and I'm gonna get you sucker. Yes. And when I say they, I mean Damon and Kadeem. Mm-hmm. Kadeem ended up working with Marlon on the six man. So mm-hmm. everything comes around full circle. Yeah. That's another thing I will say about the Wayans. I meant yeah. to say this earlier on. They do a great job of keeping everything in the family and not just their immediate family. I mean, their actual acting, acting family, family too. Yes. Like they don't forget the people they started with. So no. you'll still, you'll still people from in living color that still pop up in movies or, yes. you know, a couple of people that might've been a scary movie. Like officer doofy, yes. a scary movie showed up in little man and yep. you got another character. I forget his name in the movies, but he's been in little man. He's been in scary movie. He's yeah. been in dance white flick. chicks. You know what I mean? Yeah. He was in dance flick. Like, yep. John Witherspoon's another one. Mm-hmm. Going back to the older generation, because he, he was in Hollywood Shuffle. He was in I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. He was in Five Heartbeats. Mm-hmm. He was obviously in the Wayne Brothers. He was in Little Man. Yes. Um, matter of fact, Sean said that when he saw Hollywood Shuffle, he asked Keenan, like, who was that dude? The whole case. Talking about the whole case. Yeah. He said, yeah. oh, that's John Witherspoon. And he said, he told Marlon, like, when we get our TV show, that dude's gonna play yeah. our dad. So yeah, I always thought that was cool that he just made sure that he everybody if we got a project, everybody on it. Like yeah, we all sure. do it. It's gonna be like a sketch comedy all mm-hmm. over again or they, you know, they keep it real familiar because they're not yeah. doing they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're not yes. trying to change the world. We making movies strictly to make you laugh. We're gonna push yeah. the envelope as far as we can. Right. And it's just a different brand of comedy. Yeah, you're not gonna walk out this movie wanting to change the world. Yeah. That's just, that's, you know. And sometimes you need people that you know, you know, they know how you think. They mm-hmm. know how you, you, you know, you work because not everybody's probably up for that. Yes. Because it's some real goofy shit. <laughs> that's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> and just, just to wrap that portion up, Marlon obviously does his own things even outside of the 90s. He's been the one that's kind of carrying, like you said earlier, he's kind of carrying yeah. that Wayne's name. You know, he had his TV show, Marlon. He's done his own movies. I mean, Fifty Shades of Black, Haunted House. Yeah. The Haunted Houses were a big deal. Yeah, and I remember, they were funny. Yeah, all of it. Uh, what's the the one movie you just did on Netflix? Sex, Sex Tuplets. Yeah. That shit's funny too. Yeah, Naked. So he's been doing a lot of stuff. Yeah. He's been working. He's he released a stand up on Netflix. So that one. Oh, go ahead. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I turned it off. I ain't gonna lie. But, I said it was all right. This nigga came over. He's like, oh, that's just, uh, yeah, yeah, man. He's gonna tell me to watch that, man. <laughs> Shout out to Marlon, though, man. He's talented at a lot of stuff. It's like, never mind. I ain't going to say that. Um, I was about to throw a legend under the bus, man, but I ain't going to do that. Podcast be canceled. <laughs> so now that we've had a chance to discuss the Wayans family, well, actually, before we even move on, you had one more fact about Sean and Marlon, too. Uh, they have they each have a son named after one another. So Sean has a son named Marlon, and Marlon has a son named Sean. And they got that from the Five Heartbeats, of course, so. Yeah, JT when, and Duck. Yeah, Duck and JT uh, <laughs> vowed to name the firstborn after whoever had the kid first, um, which is interesting. The family says it's kind of odd because when they all together, they don't know yeah. who they're talking to. We yeah. got to come up with second uh, secondary names for them. But interesting, odd, cool, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think that's pretty dope. And I think their relationship is dope. Going into another category, launch the career of. Wayans are responsible for a lot of careers that you see in love today. School, you want to touch on a few of those? A lot of legends. Jim Carrey, J-Lo, Kelly Caulfield Park, I believe her name is. I don't even know who that is. Um, She's she's a teacher from Scary Movie. She's also the wedding planner that Gina hired in Martin. 
Remember when Martin hired Hustle Man? Yeah, you just throwing that legend word out, huh? What? She, she funny, though. Yeah, she's I don't know about a legend, because I didn't uh, know who she was. Did I say Tommy Davidson? Did I say Jamie Foxx? David Allen Greer? Uh, Takia Crystal Kanai? I believe that's how you say her name. She's Raven Simone's mom. Okay. I think that's how most people would know her. Um, that's about it for me. That's a list, man. That's a list. A small flex is when uh, they asked him about doing a reunion. And Keenan was like, man, there's Oscar winners and, and Emmy winners and all types of stuff, man. He tried to get them all in one room. Like, just a small little flex. I yeah, like man. That. And it goes, to the, <laughs> it goes to the eye for talent. Yes, absolutely. No no different than when Keenan was talking about how Lauren missed out on Damon. Like, yes. you ain't know what you had. I knew. Nah. So when you can see different stuff and make all those pieces work, because that was to get everybody to buy into an idea that that was that different at the time, yeah. um, it meant a lot. And he to, did it. And to get, I mean, you think about it, Keenan changed his plans. You know what I mean? Damon's talent made Keenan change his plans. Because yeah. he wasn't thinking about doing a stand-up or a, a, a sketch show like uh, In Living Color. Um, yeah, it's crazy because I don't even know if we discussed this, but he, uh, after I'm Gonna Get You Sucker, a lot of the studio heads, you know, wanted to see it and had a screening and... Fox was there, but it wasn't the film department. It was the TV department. And he yeah. was disappointed about it. And they were like, look, we, we're starting this new network and we're really trying to find something that's going to push the envelope, really yeah. be edgy. Mm-hmm. And we want to see if we can work with you. And he, he, he took three sketches to him. Um, I think it was Men on Film, uh, the Homeboy Shopping Network, and there was another thing. I can't remember yeah. what it was. And they were kind of, eh, like I yeah. said, they they didn't know whether or not to go through with it and things like that. But it took a year for, from the time they aired the pilot to when it actually aired. Because, excuse me, it took a year from the time they actually shot the pilot to when it actually aired. Just because they were that groundbreaking, for lack of better yeah. terms. Like, they yeah. just really, nobody had seen anything like that. Right. And they didn't know how people were going to react. They brought in researchers. Yeah. <laughs> they brought in the whole, like, stuff you never heard of in television yeah. at that time. Just because... They didn't know what they had on their hands. And Living Color was responsible for the Super Bowl halftime show. That's crazy. So the Super Bowl, which everybody knows, is a ratings monster. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing that really beats the Super Bowl when it's on television. Nah. And Keenan knew that their show was going to have to go up against the Super Bowl. And anytime a show goes up against it, it disappears, as he would say. Yeah. It gets crushed. So they just had the idea of saying, hey, we're just going to have a 30-minute timer. From the time the last play of the half, last play of the first half to the first play of the second half. Yeah. Mind you, there wasn't there was no Super Bowl with halftime show at this time. Mm-hmm. So they just had this idea we're just gonna run our show right in that time slot. And we had this deal with Doritos. So we said at halftime, everybody switched over from the Super Bowl over to Fox so they can actually watch and live in color. They had the timer to remind them. As soon as the uh, timer was off, they went right back to the Super Bowl, continued everything. And the NFL saw how big those numbers did mm-hmm. during those 30 minutes that they said, we might as well monopolize the market and yeah. buy this window so people can stay on our channel. Yep. So the very next year, they got the biggest star in the world, Michael Jackson, yes, to do the sir. Super Bowl halftime show. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how many people knew that, but just the credit that yes. the mind that Keenan has to have and just the business savvy that you have to have to say, you know what? We can't beat them, but we can take advantage of the window that they yes. give us and advertising Doritos cool we on so everybody knew mm-hmm. once it's halftime switch over to this channel watch yep. it live in color and boom yes. and they, they just blew up even bigger from that 
that just ties into the the stars that came from that show yes. and just made me think even more about a living color. Like I don't yes. know if I've discussed it or we've discussed it enough because yeah. that was just a huge, huge, huge show, and they did a lot for the culture. All right, school. So before we get out of here and in, in this episode, we've got to give the people our top five Wayne's projects. That's we'll call them Wayne movies, not projects. Um, because we're excluding television shows and we're excluding certain movies. Right. Um, before we get into the kind of stipulations of what we're working under, um, got to mention, like I said, we discussed in Living Color, the Wayans brothers, my wife and kids, and the house. Just, we think about their movies so much, they were involved in sitcoms that really shaped the culture mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Yeah. We talked about in Living Color at length. The Wayans Brothers, you you're rewatching the Wayans Brothers. Yes. Just give your thoughts on because that's Wayans Brothers to me. I'll describe it how they described it. It's about it, it's basically two brothers living in New York, living life, learning, you know, trials and tribulations, uh, but with some comedy. Like you know what I mean? Like because that show is it's classic. Marlon Marlon Williams, <laughs> not Marlon Wayans, Marlon Williams is a all-time TV character. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> yeah, man. And I, I I know people remember it. Obviously, people remember it, and people love it. Um, I don't know if it gets discussed enough for my liking, yeah. um, for as good of a show as, yes. that it is. My Wife and Kids is another one that was just... I remember My Wife and Kids. That ran throughout my high school years. My freshman year to senior mm-hmm. year, My Wife and Kids was on. Like I said, it just shows that da- range that Damon had. Yeah. And... In the house, I think a lot of people forget about. That's like the lost. Uh, I think I said that earlier in the episode. Yeah. It's like the lost sitcom, yeah, black sitcom of the nineties for some yes. reason. You got Carlton Alfonso Ribeiro. Yes. Um, you got LL Cool J. You got mm-hmm. Kim Wayans. You got um, Maya. Maya Campbell. Yeah, Maya Campbell. Mm-hmm. I remember Kobe was on that episode, and him and Derek Fisher was on the episode yeah. in the house. Man, yeah, man. LL had his leg rolled up and everything. Man, Kim was on there. She was funny. So. I know Marlon yeah. had a sitcom as well, and there was a second yeah. generation of Wayans that was on BET, but those are the four that kind of shaped us as right. far as our childhood goes. Um, all right, top five. Now, there's a little caveat. We're talking about Wayans movies, so we it's not just a Wayans starring in it. So a Wayans has to be in it. One or more Wayans has to be in it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe one of them and the other one directed it, or one of them and the other one wrote it, whatever the case may be. So it's not... That takes out movies, as I discussed earlier, Great White Height. Mm-hmm. Um, Celtic Prize, which wouldn't have made my top five anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Bulletproof, Last Boy Scout. Movies like that we're not yes. putting in there. Um, I was kind of borderline with this one, and so I left it out because it would it made my decisions easier. But Major Pain, I didn't yeah. include as a Wayne's movie. Technically, you got Damon as a star. He wrote it, and Damien was in it. But... Right. I still look at it as his own standoff character movie. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and I love Major Payne, but like I said, I didn't know where to rank it with everything else, so it kind of made it easier for me to just leave it off. Um, right. But I can't say enough about Major Payne. So, there's a couple movies that aren't on my list. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say it because they might be on yours because I have no idea what your list is. Well, and now you got me. Th- I'm looking at a, a spot on my list like, damn, can I include this one? Well, we'll talk about if 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 a couple movies I want to give a little quick shout out to aren't on your list, then we'll go okay, from there. Go ahead. Well, one I think I probably know is not on your list. Black man. Nah, they ain't on my Black list. man on your list, man. Black. Hey, listen, man. Let me tell y'all this. Black man is hilarious. 
Well, let me back me back yeah, up. I, yeah, I ain't saying nothing, man. Go ahead, man. <laughs> Listen, man. Blank Man's good. Blank Man's a good, enjoyable movie. I will watch Blank Man again. I will continue to watch Blank Man. Robin Givens did her thing in Blank Man. David Allen Greer was the glue that kept Blank Man together. Yeah. It's goofy. It's silly. I don't know how to even... I think after maybe five days of shooting, I would probably just go crazy. Like, what is this? There's just that... Shooting in that apartment with all that stuff around them, gadgets, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it had been a little bit too much. But I enjoy Blank Man. I'm not sure if I'm by myself on that. You know, it is what it is. But I'll go and well, I'll go and get things kicked off. But my number five, White Chicks, and I didn't even really want to put it in my top five. I'm be honest. Why? With you. What? So I was late to White Chicks. Mm-hmm. White Chicks came out what oh mm-hmm. four. So I was a junior in high school. But I didn't see white chicks in high school. I don't think I saw it until I got to college. I know for sure it was until college. I just don't know which year. I don't know if it was freshman year, sophomore year, but I didn't see it until then. And I think it, I think white chicks is one of those movies where you got your own memories with, especially if you saw it when it came out. It was, it was a discussion movie. Like it was one of those big deals where you ain't see white chicks. It reminds me of the Hangover because I was mm-hmm. one of the lad, I was one of the late ones to see Hangover, and I had a chance. I had three weeks for everybody to tell me. It was the funniest movie they ever saw. And by the time I saw it, I didn't appreciate it as much as I would have if yeah. I just seen it on my own. Right. I think right. White Chicks might be like that for me. It's funny. Don't get me wrong. It's goofy. But it's a real... The whole concept is just one of those. Like, what? Who who thought of this? Yeah, like, whose idea was this? That's what you love about them. Yeah, man. It's got, some, <laughs> it's got its funny moments. It just doesn't rank as high on the list as some of these other movies. Mm-hmm. I know you love it. So... Yeah, That's my number five. Yeah. Um, number four, don't be a menace to South Central while drinking your juice in the hood. Now, I know a lot of people are probably listening like, you got that at number four? What? I'm going to explain this a little bit. That movie, at one point in my life, I could quote from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. could tell you all the jokes. And I, I mean, responsible for so many laughs in my lifetime. So many to the point where I think I kind of wore it out. Mm-hmm. It's a classic it shall be remembered that way. I'll never have anybody say anything bad about it. Nah. It's just as I was rewatching it in preparation for this. And I'll be completely honest. It could just be for Wayne's fatigue. Fatigue, yes. Because, mm-hmm. as I said earlier, they have a very specific brand of comedy. It's either parody or they're going over the top yeah. with it. And after you watch 10 Wayne's movies in a row... You kind of get a little bit worn out. So mm-hmm. I think, you know, same thing with White Chicks. I think Don't Be a Menace is kind of like that. But it's still moments where I laugh. Hood movies, you can always, you never get tired of watching hood movies. So I never get no. tired of watching that. It's just I didn't have that as many laugh out loud moments as I had in my past. Right. I don't know if that's because I'm 34 now or I don't know if <laughs> because I just watched it so many times that it is what it is. I agree. It's number five on my list for that same exact reason. But I, I, hope I mean, it's a respect pick. I couldn't yeah, leave yeah, it out yeah. my top five just because I laughed like at this. At one point, this would have been number one. Easy. Yeah, yeah. I'll say like this. I hope it's fatigue. Yeah. That's what I hope it is. Because yeah. I'll, I'll be disappointed if I watch this six months to a year from now and I don't laugh. I might be hurt. Like, damn. I don't think I don't think it's going to happen. Because like I said, at one point, listen, when we had the idea in constructing this episode of the mm-hmm. podcast, I went into it thinking that that was either going to be number one or number two. Yeah. Like just off because I knew what that movie mm-hmm. what I know what that movie means to me and I know how many laughs it gave me right. throughout my whole lifetime. Right. So I just it, it might have been the fatigue when I watched it this time it was just a little bit different. Right. Um, but it still got laugh out loud moments. The pastor scene, 
uh, in the church. I mean, a ton of it, a ton of it. So that's my number four. Number three, I got Little Man. Little Man cracked my top three, man. And this was a (laughs) – we talk about Wayne's fatigue. This was a pleasant surprise. I I don't think I had seen Little Man since 06 when it came out. I was 19 at the time. It's been a minute, man. What you say you is now? (laughs) 15 years ago. Let's put it like that. I had seen Little Man, and when I was doing it for – preparation for this yeah, i was crying. like i was like legit yeah. laugh like the whole <laughs> but i think it's their most it's their funniest movies that, that's the least over the top yes okay and, and minus that the fact sense. that the concept is a little person that's a thug yeah, yeah. disguised as a baby i mean that yeah. whole concept is just Funny, but it's it's not as ridiculous as two grown men yeah. dressing up as white chicks and nobody noticing. You get what I'm saying? So <laughs> Tracy Morgan was funny in, in Little Man yes. and yes. I'm I'll save Tracy Morgan thoughts for another episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um everything was funny in Little Man. John Witherspoon was funny there, Kerry Washington did her thing, Sean was funny in Little Man, like mm-hmm. I was I would have never thought going into this that it would even made my top five, let alone my top three, but right. That's a movie that is going to be in my yearly rotation. I'm going to watch Little Man every single year. And Marlon, man, Marlon did his thing. Marlon carried this movie from a committee standpoint. Yes, yes. That's that's my honorable mention. Okay, Little Little Man. Man, Definitely. Because you see, I own it. So I've seen it. That's in my yearly rotation. I don't even think I watched it before. um, So you making me want to watch it. Oh, yeah. Like, straight up. Yeah, nah, Little Man was funny. Like, Little Man was definitely funny. Uh, Number two for me is Low Down Dirty Shame. Yes, yes, yes. If you yes. heard our intro episode to this pod, to this podcast, you yes. know how much that movie means to us, mm-hmm. just from a, a nostalgic standpoint. Mm-hmm. And it's just a good sit down and watch this movie. Yeah. It's one of those movies where you can, if you just kind of see it on and you look at the scene, all right, then I'm about to watch this. I'm yeah. about to sit here and just kind of, yeah. I ain't got to be nowhere for another 15 minutes. Let me just check out Shane and what he got going on. Yeah, definitely. Was, I would say it's, it's the most rewatchable yeah, I, I no, it's probably out of all of them. Yeah. I think it, I think it's the most. Yeah, the most rewatchable. Yeah, yeah, it's the one that it, no matter what's going on, you mm-hmm. can throw it on his background noise. Yep. and that's kind of you know if you got Absolutely. something you're trying to do your budget, do whatever. Yeah, throw that on and you good to go. Yeah. And it's got funny moments throughout it. Jada Pinkett Smith, which is, I said it already in our like I said in our intro episode. I don't think I've seen. I mean, she was cold. She, she was, was bad. Come on, man. That she's got is that's got to be number one. Like, and I asked you between her and Sally Richardson, mm-hmm. if there was any other anybody competing with them. This is part two women stars in the movie, mm-hmm. and obviously you smartly said Boomerang. That's the only competition. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's the only competition. Up, and they it. play Halle Down in Boomerang. Yeah, but that's a whole other competition. We'll get to yeah. that when we play that. Yeah. They play Halle Down, but yeah. Shane Low Down Dirty Shame is just it's it's got so many memories, so many lines. It's yeah. It flows, it works. Yes. I know it got beat up on when it came out because yeah. people weren't expecting Keenan to be like an action star. And like I said, Keenan is not quote unquote the best That's actor. Yeah. But if you don't like Blow Down Dirty Shame, I don't know what to tell you. You just, well, you ain't black. I, Joe, I, Biden. <laughs> Joe Biden voice. Hey, chill. <laughs> hey, I, I say it like this I feel like Keenan uh, seen either Under Siege or whatever. Latest uh, Steven Seagal movie was hot at that time. It was like, yo, no, 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 no. If this dude can lead a movie and really, I'm in this. I'm doing it. 
Because Steven Seagal is trash yeah. as far as acting. Yeah, he can't act for nothing. nothing. Action hero, action star, but can't act. Uh, <laughs> that's not, it's real. Some people like yeah. that, man. Some some people are movie stars and some people are yeah, actors. Sir, and some actors. people are both. That's, and that's a, a rare That's a rare group when you both. Yeah. But not every movie star is a good actor. Yeah, that's a that's a, well, that might be a podcast episode one day. Yeah. Number one for me, and Shane might be one of the greatest. Like, if I'm a former cop or an investigator, mm-hmm. Shane. Like, just go by Shane. Like, that's yeah. just a cold name. Shane, yeah. Um, but number one for me is the one that kind of laid the foundation for the whole Wayans revolution. I'm going to get you sucker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get you sucker. Came out a year after I was born. But it probably means the most to me because it's one of the first... I remember... I knew that I was watching something that none of my friends had ever seen mm-hmm. in the 90s. And yeah. when me and you were watching, we would watch that at 85, 85, we watched that in my crib. Yep. And I just remember like knowing that that was a movie from the 80s and being young enough to know that I don't even know why I'm watching this, but it's funny. Yeah. Like yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And not getting the whole parody and black exploitation of what they were trying to do. Yeah. It was just it was some funny, funny stuff on film. This was funny. I yeah. talked about Damon Wayans and Kadeem Hardison. Like yeah. their character, like, I don't even know every scene they're in there funny. Yes. You talk about the first team all scene stealer, they mm-hmm. were easily that for that movie. Yes. And it's just goofy stuff and it's I I it paved the way for the Wayne's dynasty, for their, their for their run, for what yeah. they were doing. I mean yeah, easily. That movie, the success of that movie led to a living color directly. Mm-hmm. Like directly. If that movie wasn't well, successful, you don't know what would have happened next. But it was. They had a great cast. Yeah. Um, you had a young Chris Rock that was in that movie and, and a famous scene. That used to be one of our favorite scenes growing Easily. up. That, you know, we just couldn't... Yeah, they, that we had just never seen anything like <laughs> yeah. that before. And I think that's important to note, too, as we as we drift away from 1988 mm-hmm. and we're in 2021, yeah. a lot of the stuff that you... Just because you've seen it a million times, they were the first to do a lot yes. of this comedy and yeah. just goofy parody stuff in movies. Well, I think it's interesting, too, when we sat down to watch it. Because remember, we watched it, and I said, damn, it feels like we did when we was on 1480. Just, we don't know what we about to watch. Like, remember, yeah. we was watching it, and it's just the scene, the blue words. And I'm just like, I don't know. I, I remember this feeling. Like, I don't know what we about to watch, but I know it's yeah. about to be something. I mean, like, OG. Yes, straight up. So, so yeah, that's my number one. I, I got I, I knew that was, like I said, when I started this, I knew I'm going to get you sucker, and Don't Be a Menace was going to be one or two. So I watched uh, Don't Be a Menace and it didn't make it to the one or two, but <laughs> I'm gonna get you sucker definitely later at that top spot. Especially even after the rewatch, and I, I can't even say that was fatigue because this is one of the last movies I watched as I was yeah. doing prep for this. Yeah. So it just holds up. It's just a great movie. Um, so we pretty much kind of the same on our list. Five Don't Be a Menace. Four, uh, four from your number one was my number four. I'm gonna get you sucker, but I'm a I'm a different type of nigga. I'm a little more ignorant than you. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> number three um, is Low Down Dirty Shame. My number two is Scary Movie Two. <laughs> you called me, hey, you called me and said, "Yo, when the last time you watched Scary Movie Two, yeah, man. man?" And I was, they was like, "They too. was fooling in Scary like, Movie 2. Um And and they then, pretty much released an unrated version. Yeah, pretty they much was fooling in Scary Movie. Well, too. a lot of people, if you don't know this, there wasn't supposed to be a sequel. And pretty much, pretty much, Marlon went. Uh, Marlon, Sean, and Keenan just went. All right, they want a sequel. All right, we'll give them a yeah, sequel. Yeah, we'll give them a sequel. Like, and and that's what they did. The, the ignorance in this movie was just absolute stunning. It was beautiful. It's funnier than a scary movie. 
It's definitely funny in scary movies. Yeah. yeah. Even though scary movies are the one that made all the money and was yeah. a big... I mean, if you were around, I was 13 when that movie came yeah. out. If you were, you just remember was, how big of a that movie was a that was. Yes. It was the highest grossing film by... Highest grossing film by African American director. Yeah, at this time. Yeah, definitely. at the time, it's. I think it's been passed. Probably a few. Obviously, Black Panthers killed every record. Yeah, so but yeah. uh, closer to his area of Fantastic Four. Uh, my number one. Oh, hold on! Before oh, you even get to oh. number one, I'm sorry not to mess up your drum roll. Nah. Interesting thing about Scary Movie. I know, like I said, Scary Movie Two is your movie. Yes, but. The funny, the ending of Scary Movie was supposed to be Damon Wayans was the killer. <laughs> And the joke was he was yep. killing everybody because he kept them out. Yeah, they kept him out of all the movies. Like yeah. you know, and like I said, we talked about it earlier. He wasn't yeah. in "Don't Be a Menace" and, yeah. and movies like that. So, anyway, just a fun, interesting fact. Yeah, Your number definitely. one, white chicks. <laughs> I get uh, it, man. I get it. I know how much people love white yes. chicks. It's just not my. It's just not my. So thing. so. My reason probably is because exactly why it's not yours. Like I remember that when it dropped, I remember everything about that shit. Like that, uh, I I remember when Terry Crews was a well respected nigga out here, man. That's all I'm gonna say. Like Terry Crews in that movie is hilarious. Terry Crews like, is funny in that movie. Yes, he like, is definitely uh, funny. The opening scene is hilarious to me. Yes, yeah, yes. Just the, Marlon and Sean do what they do best, and that's just be a embody a different character and just be pure ignorant like yo we about to just this is how we imagine white girls to be in our head and we just gonna say fuck it like and if it and if it's not how they are we still don't give a fuck like because that scene where they was in the car we the realest nigga that shit happens of course it does that shit happens we know that we happen when yeah. black people in the car with them <laughs> uh it bet not be. you know there's some niggas out there uh, but <laughs> I ain't doing that shit with you right now, man. I get it. Like I said, I understand the white chick craze, and I I know how big of a movie white yeah, chicks that is. Was huge. I know, I, yeah, it was yeah, huge. Yeah, and I huge. to this day, I understand that if you if mm-hmm. most people handed us their list, I know yeah. it's most people's top three, yeah. if not number one or two. Yes. Like I get that yes. for white chicks. It's just I don't know. Something about it. I can't put my. I can't even put my thumb yeah. on it. I can't even tell you why. It's not that it's not funny. It's just goofy, man. Yeah. It's just real. Yeah. They're not saying all their movies but are goofy. They it's just niche, a, man. Yeah, like, I know, man. It's about just to be ridiculous. I wish I could really put this into words. What's the why. chances of this happening? Like, yeah, I wish I could put into words why. Yeah. It doesn't resonate that well with me right, because, right. but I get the big, I get it's and, a big deal, and I love. I get people want white chicks too. One thing that black people still can get away with in twenty twenty one, and probably forever, and you could probably cut this. Oh, it's racism. It's racism. Yeah, like when you first, the first when he was when he was the, the Marlon Wayans was uh, Tiffany. <laughs> the first thing he said, here Paco, yeah, here, here Paco, he needs a. He need his 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 bag needs changed oh, yeah, or whatever. Definitely like was on some racist, like man. they was on some racist shit. Like and yeah, I love hey, the, black people can't be racist though. Nah, and I love the um, uh, Rosie O'Donnell or Martha Stewart shit. Like, no, every yeah, time yeah, he yeah. went to answer, <laughs> it was some bullshit. <laughs> yeah, every time he, he would answer, then it was his turn. Yeah, yeah your boy some happen, some bullshit. Yeah, remember your boy was sniffing the panties. Yeah, he talking about their guys, aren't they? <laughs> Hey man, you over here a week, man. Hey, that white is funny, yeah, stupid, man. But uh, hey, I'm coming, nigga. Hey, that shit. <laughs> hey, 
Hey, chill bro. out, man. Chill out. So, hey. hey, that's pretty much it for us. We yeah. wanted to just kind of give our thoughts on the Wayans family and make sure they Legends. got their roses because uh, I think as the further away they get from being in the spotlight and mm-hmm. having stuff in constant rotation as a yeah. family, like I said, Marlon's still very active out yes. here, but as a family, them. All as a unit, I think uh, you kind of forget of their impact and what role they play in the culture um, yeah. and how big. Like I said at, at the beginning, how funny they are yeah. and how the odds of that yeah. five of the ten kids just being hilarious and another three or four that's behind the scenes doing yeah. writing. So yeah. they probably funny in their own sense too. And um, and Marlon is still no holds barred. By the way, like yeah. if you watch Marlon, he's still no holds barred. But that's the, the also a niche. Like if you've been this way since the eighties, you still can kind of. Yeah. They could probably release something right now that's kind of a little edgy, but it wouldn't. People gonna definitely go see it. They yeah. definitely gonna make their money. My question. That's why Fifty Cent so, can never get canceled. Yeah. Fifty Cent can say whatever he wants to because he came always, out the gate that way. Yes. So people just come out. That's just Fifty being Fifty. Yeah. Straight up. Same way with the Wayans. That's just the mm-hmm. Wayans being the Wayans. Man, they just being. That's them, man. Yeah. So, so I love the Wayans family. Um, I, I I'm glad that you had the idea for this episode because it really gave me a chance to, like I said, go back and watch some movies. I yes. I, I seen Blank Man in years. More money. Shit like, and, you know what's crazy? I said Damon was my favorite Wayans, which he is. Mm-hmm. Mo Money's probably my least favorite Wayne's movie. Blank Man's probably mine. So, it, but yeah. goes to show he got yeah. two of them. Yeah. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? But yeah, for sure. I still it like. Might be Marcy. Well, you said that ain't no Wayne's movie. Yeah, <laughs> nah. it might be Marcy X. <laughs> nah, but anyway, um, that just shows that they they all work together as a unit. And mm-hmm. It's all collective, and they put out so much work. Like I said, we went through that list. Of all the te- television shows, all the movies, yeah. all the cultural moments they were a part of. Yes. So we'll never, I don't think in my lifetime and your lifetime that we'll see another family like nah. the Wayans. That that nah. talented and just that funny. Mm-hmm. Um, to the Wayans family, we definitely yes. appreciate y'all. We appreciate y'all. The, the, the laughs. Yes. We appreciate the joy that you've given us over the years. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. To all the listeners, thank y'all for tuning in. We definitely appreciate it. It feels good to be back. We missed you. We had another episode that I've already recorded. School actually just hit me up and said, man, release this, man. It's this good. Fire. So, it's fire, y'all. We'll get to see y'all at some point. But with all that being said, y'all be cool. Y'all be cool. Peace.